You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. A Heavenly Calling is the title of this devotion. And that is more real than we can imagine. And it goes beyond what we can imagine. It can only be really appreciated and understood by the Holy Spirit within us to realize that yes, we have a calling to heaven. Jesus said in John 14, I'm going, I'm going to the Father to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you may be also. We also know from 2 Corinthians 5 and Philippians chapter 1 that to be absent of the body is to be present with the Lord. To die as a Christian is, the Bible likens it to you falling asleep and you fall asleep in this body and you wake up in His presence. And then when Jesus comes, you come with Him, according to 1 Thessalonians, and you receive a new body on this earth. And uh, to be able to reign with Him a thousand years, and you're part of the first resurrection, as the book of Revelations in chapter 6 of Revelations talks about. And the second death has no power over you. That's all amazing things to see how God has foreseen the future for us in Christ before He created anything and how it is amazing that we are given eternal life with Christ. And this calling, yes, comes from heaven to heaven, but it is also heavenly in its nature, heavenly in its character. Why? Because Jesus is in heaven at the Father's right hand. So I want to talk to you about a heavenly calling today. And I'll read that statement together with you here in Hebrews chapter 3 in verse 1. Therefore, holy brethren and sistren, I could say, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. Consider Jesus, in other words. That word consider is a, um, a, a term used by astrologers. It is a term to gaze upon the star systems. And anybody who studies the stars knows that you have to keep looking and looking and looking until movement or reflections or light impressions or these different things begin to all of a sudden provide some information that without such intense consideration you would miss it. And that's what the scripture here shows us that we need to look to Jesus, consider Jesus. The real answer, listen closely, the real answer for you and me as children of God is to get to know Jesus better. The Apostle Paul in 
I like the way he says it in the Passion Translation there in Philippians chapter 3. He says, the only way I have discovered to truly come to know Jesus Christ is to let go of any and everything that would distract me from him. And, and it's a, a bit my paraphrase there, but you see what I'm saying. Or as the King, New King James would say, I count all things lost for the priceless privilege, the Amplified says, of knowing Christ Jesus. And, you know, and the reason I know these different translations because I've prayed them and thought them and prayed them and thought them and read them because I find this is the answer for everything to come to know Christ more. Peter says it in this way in the Living Bible, and I love the way he, he says it there. He says, if you want more of God's kindness and love, then get to know Jesus better. Because the more you come to know Jesus, the more you come to know the Father's love and kindness. You see, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. He is the visible of the invisible. And he is the full embodiment, Colossians 1.9 and 2.19 says, of the divine, of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is perfectly manifest in his body, which is where the term Trinity comes from, three in one. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit are perfectly manifest in the body of Jesus. It's a really important thing because people want to get to know God. And Jesus said, if you want to know my Father, look at me. Because if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. John 14, verse 7. It is so important, dear friends, that we realize that Jesus at the Father's right hand, through the life that he has in and with the Father, is calling us with a heavenly calling. In other words, that heavenly life comes into us through His Holy Spirit. I love what Proverbs 14, verse 14 says. A backslider is filled with his own ways, but a good man is satisfied from above. Oh, dear friends, I pray so that you come to learn every day to live from above. Jesus said in John 6:57, as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. You see, this is the wonder of Christianity. The life which I now live in this body of death is the life of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, it says in Galatians 2.20. The life which I now live. You see, this life was given to me whereby I was born again or made alive together with Christ and I'm now seated with him in heavenly places, Ephesians 2 says. In other words, the life he has there with the Father, he gives into me. Do you see the heavenly calling? Calling is not just, hey, Robert, Robert, calling me. No, it is giving Christ in me. His life in me is the calling. His heavenly life in me is the upward call, as Paul calls it there in Philippians 3. He says, I, I, I press on to lay hold of the upward 
outward call of God in Christ Jesus, and that I may lay a hold of that for which he laid a hold of me. In other words, his heavenly life has come into me to take a hold of me as his own. Now I am living to fully embody that life, to fully live that life in all my mannerisms, ways of talking, thinking, and acting. Oh, my dear friends, it is so wonderful when you begin to labor, Colossians 1.29, according to the power that's at work in you, Ephesians 3 verse 20, by which God is able to accomplish that which is far beyond anything we could ever dare ask, hope, or pray, super abundantly above all that we can ask, hope, or pray, by that power that's working in us where we labor, yearning, yearning to be fully clothed with the character and the nature of Jesus. In other words, where His character and nature fully embodies us. It comes through all the parts of our nature and character, and it's absolutely heavenly. <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> I'm just get overwhelmed every so often while I do these devotions because I feel the presence of Jesus wanting to come out to your heart and feed you with these graces that I'm sharing with you from our Savior, with these wonderful blessings and gifts of His Spirit. You know, Jesus is so wonderful. I love him so much because the night in which he was betrayed, he's talking to his disciples and it probably happened right there around the table. He's saying to his disciples, can you just see it in your spirit eye, in your eye of faith? Can you see Jesus sitting at the table and John is leaning up against him, John the beloved, and Peter is right over there and Thomas and Matthew and Bartholomew and Levi and, and Judas Iscariot, mercy on him. Oh my goodness, what that man chose that became the damnation of his ways and of his life. And here they're all there around the table. And Jesus didn't allow Judas to distract him. No, he just spoke those things that the Father was showing him. And he says to his disciples, I have so much to share with you. You know, let me just step back a bit. Any of us can have distractions in our lives through people's mindsets and behaviors. It's so important that we don't reflect them and that we don't take them and allow them to affect us. We don't reflect them and they don't affect us. No, we just reflect, embody our Heavenly Father, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and represent Him no matter what's around us. And here Jesus is talking to His disciples about so many wonderful things. If you read John chapter 13, John 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, oh my goodness, so rich. And, and here Jesus says to His disciples, you know, Peter's there and John is right here and Thomas and Bartholomew and He says, Oh, I have so much to share with you. I have so much I want to tell you, but you cannot grasp it now. I'll read it to you here in John 16. I still, verse 12, have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, 
when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for He will take of what is mine and declare to you all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that He will take of what is mine and declare to you. The Amplified says, unveil it in you, reveal it in you, make it known in you. You see, the Holy Spirit is the one who brings the consciousness that we have a heavenly calling, that our inmost being goes upward, not like the flesh that goes down in its nature. You see, the carnal nature, the nature of the flesh, the nature of Adam goes down into death, despair, or what people call depression. Oh, I feel so heavy, so depressed. It's because they're in the flesh. They're in the weakness of the mere human carnal nature. But we have that upward call, that holy, heavenly resurrection life of Christ in us, exerted into us and over us, drawing us up into the throne of His grace, into that living throne where we live in the living dominion of His eternal life, of His life in the eternity of eternities, into this heavenly life. And we feel that upward call of God in Christ pulling us up into that holy, heavenly life where our hearts and minds are set on things above. And the Holy Spirit is unveiling in us, revealing in us that heavenly calling that heavenly life, that holy, sinless life. Oh, and then the Apostle Paul writes to the Colossians to help them not to get distracted by the teachings of mere men who are trying to teach them some special knowledge. No, my friends, if you are given by the Holy Spirit the knowledge of Jesus Christ, just like he said there in John 16, verse 14 and 15, you have all of God. Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will not speak of himself. But what he hears, he will tell you. He will take of what is mine and unveil it in you. And when I said he will take of what is mine, all that is the Father's is mine. Therefore, I said he will take of what is mine and unveil it in you. That is the true knowledge of eternal life. Jesus prayed in John 17. He said, oh, heavenly Father, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true living God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And here in, in, in Colossians 3, where the apostle Paul is writing to that church to not be distracted by the teachings and the knowledge of man, he says to them, if then you were raised with Christ, if you've been made alive through his life in you, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind, Set your mind on things above and not the things of this earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Oh, how wonderful when you begin to realize this. How wonderful you begin to realize Christ, who is our life, appears. Christ, who is our life say it, Christ who is our life. You see, the life he has with the Father 
is what he gives by the Holy Spirit in you. And it's only through him giving himself into you that he can transform you inwardly daily. The Bible says it in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 and 18. Well, let me read it to you. We're not far from it. Oh, I love these verses. I love them. The Lord is spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation, freedom. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, being transformed, being transformed. Oh, glory, I'm being transformed. I'm being transformed into the same image of Christ from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. From one degree of His glory to another, He unveils His character and His nature, is him, Himself in us, so that as He lives, we may live also. Oh, my dear friends, this is the answer to everything. If you have hurt, if you have pain, if you feel lonely, if you feel the pain of failure of your own failings and weaknesses, if you feel missing, you know, you're hungry for love, you're hungry for friendship, you're hungry for somebody to share your life with, or maybe even married, and yet you feel wanting in your relationship. Try not to lay that wanting on your spouse. Try not to lay it on them and make them feel like they're failing you. No, find your satisfaction in the all-sufficiency of your loving Heavenly Father in Jesus Christ. And I guarantee you, He will draw you up through His resurrection life into His eternal home with the Father in heaven. In other words, He will reveal that life He has with the Father there in heaven into you and bring you into the calming rest of His presence and satisfy your deepest needs, deepest feelings of loneliness or want or, or, or longing, or even the areas where you struggle with your flesh, with lust with fear, with anxiety, with anger, with envy, with strife, with bitterness, with hurt. How can I get free from these warrings of my carnal nature against my soul? I, I, I feel them and I know they're wrong, but I don't know how to stop it. Romans 8. We are liberated, verse 2, from the law of sin and death by the law of life in Christ. Christ is the answer, the heavenly calling coming into you and calming the storms of your own nature and calming the storms of the harassments of the devil. Honestly, you don't have a demon, but the devil may be attacking you and pressing you and pushing you with feelings and thoughts that are evil and demonic. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. And he wants the fullness of all of himself to dwell in you. Read Ephesians 1, 23 and 4, 13 and Colossians 2, verse 9 and 10. And you'll see that Christ wants the fullness of the life he has in heaven to be in you, to give you the richest measure of his divine presence and to cause you to become a body, holy, filled and flooded with God himself. And he himself will accomplish this in you as you just keep on growing in your faith and trust and, and reliance on Him, that He will work it by His Holy Spirit. And you will not lack or want or come short in any gift, but the Lord Jesus Himself will bless you with every gift so that the testimony of Christ Himself will be 
for everybody to see in you. Amen. Have a good day.